0: Hello and welcome to Fantastic Comic Fan. I am your host, R.T. Fleming, and it is my mission to help you find your next digital comic book pick from the golden age to now. I have been reading comic books for over 40 years and have never lost my passion for comic books. Something I try to pass on to old and new readers. It's Tuesday, June 13th, 2023, and this is episode 108 of the podcast. Today I'm doing something I love to do on the podcast, and that's to spotlight an indie publisher. I believe the comic industry is in a new golden age, with an unbelievable amount of fantastic comics being constantly put out. The downside is that there's so much out there that's hard for new creators and publishers to stand out. One of the podcasts' goals is to spotlight these types of comics, because tomorrow's big stars often come from these smaller indie publishers. Now, today's guest, Danny Barham probably mispronounced that. Sorry, Danny. was a first-time guest on the podcast. I enjoyed having him on to talk about his Halloween theme. It combines all kinds of ideas, mixes them together into something truly unique. Fans of Buffy, Paper Girls, Stranger Things, or if you even love Halloween, you need to check this comic book out. Look at the show notes to see how you can get the comic book. If you are new to the podcast, please keep checking it out. I want you to sample the new shows as they Come out and look at some of the old shows. Look at the show notes and follow the podcast on social media and subscribe to the podcast. It's so important for the podcast to continue to grow so I can spotlight creators and other comic books that need more attention. And as I said, I want to introduce fans to a different way of reading and discovering fantastic comic books. Now, on to today's show. Welcome back to the podcast. Today I have a new guest on. He is Danny Barum. Barham, sorry. He is the writer of Halloween team. And Danny is a first-time guest. I always ask for a comic book origin story. So what made you a lifelong fan that got you to comic books in the first place?
1: Yeah, I mean, well, first of all, thank you so much for having me. It's great to be here. And I yeah, I started when I was a kid. I kind of grew up in that era of like the death of Superman and nightfall. And I was a big DC kid growing up. And I remember being in summer camp where, you know, the counselors would, were, were some big comic fans and they would come in and, you know, they would like go off to town. This was a sleepaway camp and they would bring back, you know, the new issues of reign of the Superman every week. And we would kind of pass them around among the bunk You know, and all the kids got really into it because of that. And that started me down the path. I was a Superman fan, a Batman fan. And then it kind of expanded from there to DC. And then as I got older, I started trying different, you know, different types of comics and more independent comics. And it just grew from there. But that was really the genesis. So it's still to this day, I have a soft spot for for DC Comics and Superman, Batman can see there's a, a Superman poster behind me. Yes, I can uh, see that picture. So, it's a very iconic so, uh, poster. Uh, yeah, one of my favorite, uh, favorite images of, of Superman. So that was kind of it for me. But it's funny because I grew up in a pretty small town in in Connecticut. And I didn't really know others growing up that, you know, were, were into comics for the most part. So, you know, as an adult, I moved to Los Angeles. And one of the fun things about being here is, you know, you meet so many people that are that are into it and and share that passion. So um, but I still, you know, a lot of my work is kind of influenced by growing up in a small town, not always knowing a lot of people that shared your interests or your passions. So there's some of that in Halloween team, which we'll we'll talk about. But
0: yeah, speaking of Halloween, tell the listeners what's about how you've been working on it and how you got Mark Schultz into
1: it for collaborating he's the artist I believe yeah Matt Schultz he we just found each other randomly I kind of was looking for an artist I posted on an online forum on Facebook called connecting comic book writers and artists and he was one of the best responses that I got he you know had a really unique art style and also he just was really easy to talk to and I could tell he would be a good collaborator And that was really important to me because I really wanted to spend a lot of time on like the world building of the comic, you know, coming up with the character designs, the logo, all of that. And I needed someone that could be that kind of partner. And I could tell talking to him that he would be he would be good to work with on that kind of stuff. So that's how we found each other. And it's been great to work with him. But he's doing everything. He's doing the pencils, inks colors covers letters even uh which is not very common and so it's a very time intensive process on where's his he located at he's over in austin texas so i'm in uh burbank california and so we've been just communicating over email of you know the internet basically but we we talk a lot and we collaborate a lot so especially in the early you know part of the process very close collaboration there how long have you been working on this project with him oh man it's been about almost two years i think where you know i had been working on halloween team for quite a while on on my own it actually started its life as a tv pilot script that i had been sending around trying to get some traction on and for whatever reason it just wasn't quite hitting as much as i wanted but it i i really liked it and you know, the more I thought about it, I thought, you know, this could actually be a comic book, maybe. And that was something on my personal bucket list was to create a comic book. And I had been kind of, you know, trying to figure out, like, how do you even go about doing this? And I figured, okay, I'm going to do it now. This is this is the time. And so eventually, I found an artist, I, you know, adapted the, the TV script into a, a comic book miniseries script, and kind of went from there. So what's the the gist
0: behind Halloween Team? Give us an idea of the bullet points and what it's all about.
1: Yeah, basically Halloween Team is, you know, a spooky adventure. It's sort of in the vein of something like Stranger Things, if you're into that. But it's about this group of kids who, as kids, they sort of found each other. They lived in a small town, Greenwood, Massachusetts. And they banded together. And if you ever saw the old, like I used to love when I was growing up, Are You Afraid of the Dark? Yes. The Nickelodeon. And so they started out kind of like that. They, you know, were like this this group that would gather around and tell scary stories. But eventually they start solving mysteries in their small town and fighting all kinds of monsters and demons and other supernatural threats that exist in their small town. And they sort of had this, all these adventures as kids together. But now, it's years later, they're adults, they're all in their 30s, they've kind of gone their separate ways for the most part, and this story is about them coming together as adults for the first time in many years to solve this new mystery and this new danger to their town in Greenwood. And so a lot of the theme of the story is, you know, comparing adulthood to childhood and sort of the way we look back nostalgically on childhood. And a lot of it is about, you know, as kind of a, I'm kind of a, like the elder millennial generation, you know, all the kinds of things that we, that our generation deals with and thinks about. And, and that's what a lot of the book is about, but there's also a lot of like, you know, horror and romance and adventure, a little bit of everything, I would say.
0: So well, tell us about some of the individual characters and how much input did your artist Mark have in creating the characters and the feel and all that stuff?
1: Yeah, I mean, it's a fun group of characters. You know, the first issue sort of focuses on Tommy, who is the the founder of Halloween team. And he's sort of your gateway character into all this. Certainly, you know, it's a lot of people say, like, is Tommy just supposed to be me? And there is some of that. There's definitely some of me in that character, but it's not, you know, one to one. But, you know, Tommy is sort of the this guy who never quite grew up and you know, he's stuck in the small town. He's the guy, you know, we all know the person that sort of stayed in their small town and never moved away for whatever reason. And he is sort of that guy here. So it's almost, for me, it was sort of this what if scenario in some ways that I was putting of myself into it of like, what if I had stayed in my very small town in Connecticut, in New England? What might my life have been like a little bit? So there's some of that in there. And then you have a really fun character, Casey, who sort of left the the town of Greenwood and gone off to New York and actually learned real magic. And so she's sort of the powerhouse of the team now because she is the one who has this actual kind of magical ability and can cast spells and do all sorts of cool stuff. And that's kind of cool, but it's also a little scary for her friends. Like, oh, wow, you know, this friend of ours who we knew was sort of this like, you know, wannabe goth uh, kid who shopped at Hot Topic now comes back and is actually this like magic user. And, And what does that mean? And what, you know, what is she like now? And so that's a really fun character. There's Josh Jacobson, who is also stayed in the small town, but for various reasons grew a little bit apart from some of the other characters. He's now a teacher at the old high school that the kids went to. So there's some really fun stuff there. And then there's two characters, Chuck and Ruby, who were both kind of like shy and quiet as kids, and now as adults they've actually found each other and are and are married. And Chuck is a professional wrestler, which is really fun and there's so much like I one of the reasons I'd love to write more of this comic is that there's so much fun stuff I want to do with that character of Chuck and his background as a luchador and then ruby being like cybersecurity and she's kind of like the hacker of the team and has a lot of you know fun skills that come into play on their adventures but they're married you know they're having a baby we find out in the comic and so they're sort of the two characters that have actually become full adults and so they the characters sort of represent that whole spectrum of like adulthood in your 30s where you know some of them are still are not quite at that adult level yet. And some of them are married and having kids. And it kind of reflects my own experiences of being, you know, in your thirties and and seeing your friend group sort of splinter out in those different directions. And as far as the artist, uh, Matt Schultz, it was, it was interesting because I like dabble in art a little bit myself and I had sketched out a lot of the characters and in my head had a very specific vision, but Matt has such a unique art style he really brought something different to the characters and, you know, brought them to life in a way that maybe I didn't originally envision, but I grew to really appreciate the, his unique take on it. And it certainly informed how I view the characters now where Casey, for example, in my head, originally she was kind of this very girl next door type in terms of the way she looked. And he draws her a little more like angular, a little more, like badass than I originally envisioned. And that was really interesting to see how it changed the way I thought about the character a little bit. So there were a lot of little things like that. But he has a really cool style. And, you know, it's very cartoonish in a way, which kind of plays into the theme of the comic where everything from the logo, the art style, it's sort of almost a Saturday morning cartoon vibe. And that plays a lot into like the nostalgic aspect of the comic. So some people ask, like, is it a kid's comic? And it's not really. It's really more a comic for adults. But a lot of it is about that nostalgic aspect. Okay.
0: You have decided to go the indie publisher route. Why did you de- mm-hmm. decide to do that? So maybe try to hook up some of the small publishers that are out there.
1: Yeah. I mean, look, we did try. We, uh, I thought it would be cool to get this published by you know, a smaller publisher, a bigger publisher. We try to make the rounds, get it out there. And it's hard, you know, even these kind of bigger publishers are going through tough times right now. And from what I understand, are not taking a lot of new submissions. And so we had some interesting conversations and inroads. And I'm still hopeful because I, I think, look, realistically, doing an indie comic by yourself over a long-term is not really sustainable financially and for a lot of other reasons, unfortunately. Have so, you decided to do a Kickstarter yeah. like some other people do? We thought about it, or I thought about it, and I kind of decided against it because I just felt really eager to get the comic out there, and I found a good artist who would work at like a pretty reasonable rate. And so for me, it was about really setting a budget you know, saving up some money over time to do it. And we kept it to just four issues to start. And so we kept it to like a pretty reasonable budget to start. And the idea is to get these four issues out there, see what happens, spread the word and go from there. But look, long-term, I'd love to go with a publisher if I could, because that's the way to realistically keep it going. So. So when did the first issue come out? First issue came out back in October. So we came out with it right around Halloween, which was always the goal. And, you know, it's been a long process with the art because Matt is doing everything, like I said. So we just came out with issue number three recently. And we have one more to go in this sort of mini series. We'll hopefully be out soon. There's going to be more info about that shortly, I hope. But yeah, it- there's three issues out there now, if anyone's interested in catching up. How'd you manage to get it hooked up with Amazon? Uh well, Amazon is pretty easy to self-publish on from at least from like a technical standpoint. As long as you have uh you know the PDF essentially of the issue, you can self-publish it on comicology and Amazon. What's not so easy is getting it promoted. So, a, yes. Especially since comicology got absorbed into Amazon. Terrible. It's terrible. Yeah. I mean Look, I still use it a lot personally, but in terms of like discoverability and making people aware that there's these cool indie it's comics horrible. out there, it does basically nothing for you. So it's really incumbent upon you, the creator, unfortunately, to just self promote, get the word out there and do what you can. But Amazon is still the biggest platform where people get digital comics. Good ones like Have you tried like Indie Planet and- or something? The other one that we have the comic on is Global Comics, which if anyone uses that, it's a pretty cool platform. They're expanding a lot and they have an app coming soon. They're doing some cool stuff with like print on demand also. So that's something I'd really like to get into because a lot of people still, especially, you know, older folks that I talk to are like, hey, I'd love to read your comic, but I don't really do digital. So, you know, I would love to get it out on like a print on demand as well. Eventually.
0: So how's the reception been for it for the first three issues so far?
1: I mean, fan critical standpoint, people seem to really be liking it, which is great.
0: Just for hard to get an audience because it's there's so much out there getting getting put out right Yeah,
1: now. definitely. I think our expectations were always like let's make sure the people who read it really like it and see what happens. I don't think we ever expected to get some huge audience. But the goal is to just put out a really good product that people like. And, you know, the goal really is to get people to talk about it and to keep doing more eventually. So we just want to get, you know, fans to read it, but also people at comic publishers to read it and see what happens. So that's really the goal for for us.
0: So when's the fourth issue coming out? Do you have a timetable yet?
1: We don't have a specific date yet. We're hoping probably about may or june hopefully on the earlier side so it should be coming soon keep an eye out for that you can follow us uh at halloween team 22 on twitter or halloween team on facebook i'll have a link Um, for that in the
0: show notes too for you
1: yeah thank you um so there'll be more info there but hopefully around may uh, you know we'll have we'll have issue four out and there's a lot of like you'll see when if you read it It tells a complete story, but there's also a ton of open questions that are sort of to be continued. Yeah. So, so where do you
0: go from here after this fourth issue? What's your next? uh, Do you have anything planned in the future or are you taking a big break or any? What's your thoughts?
1: Yeah. I would love to write more Halloween Team. I have so many ideas. It's really just about having the ability to do more. So, you know, I'm going to do my best to get the comic out there, see if we could get a publisher to, to look at it. I think once we have all four issues, hopefully that will be a little bit of a easier prospect than when we just had one issue. But, you know, I'm always working on new writing projects. I've got some stuff on the film and TV side that I'm working on that's being shopped around out there. So hoping to have good news on that front too. But I love comics, grew up you know, reading comics still do, you know, get my weekly books every, you know, Tuesday and Wednesday. So I would love nothing more than to be able to to plant my flag in comics as well. So what
0: set your comic book apart from some of the other indie publishers and indie projects that are out there? There's so much. So what would you, what would you say sets yours apart that people should give it a try?
1: Yeah, I mean, look, I, I think we're an indie comic, but it's a very sort of wide appeal story. Uh, Like I said, if you like stuff like Stranger Things, Buffy, it's very much in that vein. There's something for everyone. There's horror, romance, adventure, action, a lot of comedy. So there's really something in this for everyone. There's a diverse cast. There's cool female characters. There's cool POC characters. You know, so it's an indie book, but I really am inspired by people like You know, Brian K. Vaughn is one of my, you know, heroes of writing who writes books that are are really good and really smart and funny and witty, but are the kind of books that you can give someone who doesn't read a lot of comics and sort of use that as a gateway. And that's one of the things that I'm trying to do here too. So
0: Danny, before we wrap this up, you get the last word in. So what's your closing comments for
1: today? You know, support indie comics, I think. I myself am one of those people that historically I tend to go and see what's new from DC, what's new from Marvel, what's new from Image. But I'm really trying to teach myself and trying to tell other people, check out what's out there on the indie side, because you know, you look at what DC and Marvel are putting out, even Image to an extent, it's the same couple of writers, same couple artists that you see over and over again. And I love those people, but you know, if you want to find new voices, new stories, you know, really look at the indie space. There's some amazing stuff being put out there. And I hope people will find Halloween Team. I think, you know, if you love spooky stuff, if you love Halloween, if you love things like Stranger Things and need something to fill that, you know, gap between seasons while we wait for uh, season five to come out, this is, this is something you should check out. So take a look on Amazon or Global Comics. Check out Halloween Team.
0: Danny Barum from Halloween Team, the writer and creator. Thank you so much for joining me on the podcast. We'll have all the information on the show links and we'll find a way to get you back on the podcast in the future. Thanks so much for joining me.
1: Thank you. Really appreciate you having me.
0: Well, that's it for today's podcast. Again, I would love to hear from you. a fantastic comic fan at gmail.com. Remember, new episodes every Wednesday. Thanks so much for listening to this episode and I hope to see you next time.